and this is shit on the table. <laughs> that was lame. It was good, but it was like weird. I, it's always lame. Cause it's kind of cringy. No, that's what makes it amazing. I guess so. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, people like it, right? I don't know. I'm gonna assume people like it. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm. Gonna, that's what I'm gonna assume. So, how was your week? It was busy. Okay, so it's it's coming up on the holiday season, and um, I work only particular days at the salon I currently work at. So I picked up an extra day with another person right before um, Thanksgiving because it's usually my day off. So I picked it up with her, and we did 18 dogs, and we were out in six hours, which was pretty cool. And she she runs her, like, little miniature salon really efficiently. Mm-hmm. Um, but... I don't know what shampoo she's using. I just really hate it. That's all I have to say. Wait, I thought you did the purchasing. Or no, like... no, no, no. This is at uh, our friend's salon. What? I worked with her uh-huh. on Wednesday. I don't work at uh-huh. on Wednesday. Oh, Wednesday. You don't. Oh, okay. I said. Okay, so here we go again, guys. So she doesn't Wednes- tell me nothing. <laughs> so Wednesday is usually my day off, and yeah. she asked me last month if I could pick up some extra Wednesdays, uh-huh. and I said, "Yeah, sure, no problem." But now we're. I'm going to start working some Wednesdays for the holidays. Um, so we switched it up, but I had already scheduled Wednesday this past week with her, which is right before Thanksgiving. Like bathing or grooming? Grooming. Oh, okay. So, <clears throat> I get in at, like, 9 o'clock, like, a quarter to 9, uh-huh. and, like, five dogs are... We had 18 dogs, and we did 18 dogs in, like, six hours. And her and her bather, they run their shop pretty efficiently. Like, mm-hmm. her is pretty... If you have ever worked with her, she's just get it done, get yeah. it on point, um, and she just, she just busts through them. And so they do not stacked, they do stack dogs, but by appointment. So they all come in at eight, nine and 10. And then, she, um, sometimes they'll come in every hour till I think 12 o'clock. So, but the majority of them come around eight, nine and 10 o'clock. So, um, the bather will bathe all the dogs, blow dry all the dogs mm-hmm. and she'll do the first group with the bather. So they got most of the dogs done for when I come in to groom mm-hmm. and we were grooming. A lot of them were face, feet and potties. A lot of them were full grooms, but there was just like this grossness. It wasn't gross. It was just like, um, the coats were too cleaned. And yeah. so like I had to constantly spray, like, I mean, I'm dousing these dogs with ice on ice. Um, and ice on ice is like inherently like over time greasy. Yeah, and it's heavy. It's very heavy. But I mean, I'm dousing these the dogs co- just, just to get comb through. Soaking it up. Just to get a butter chrome through. Wow. Just these coats, and they're not matted. They're well kept up. It's just I couldn't get a brush or a comb through them. I think I feel what you're just, talking about. It's just so this the follicles are so tight. Yeah. Because this just like it's just too like if she added conditioner she just overwash she just stripped the conditioner out. So, like, yeah. I don't know if it's the water, if it's the shampoo. I don't know what it was. But, man, it was it was a pretty easy day. She, she runs that shit tight. And she literally had this, like, epiphany where she doesn't deal with bullshit dogs. So, she's like, I don't want to deal with bullshit dogs. Yeah. And, which is really cool because she has enough, um, like, the... 
she used to work at this one salon. You already know about that. Mm-hmm. And then um, it got split, and that other person doesn't groom anymore. So she got all the dogs from her old salon back. Wow. And then she weeded out all of the bullshit dogs. So she has clients, and she has all of her good clients that she gets to choose from. Yeah. So it was a really, really efficient day. You know, it was it's pretty. It's not our job to do bad dogs. It's I not keep saying that. I'm gonna say that every episode. No, I know, but <laughs> it's just it's just really cool that she just yeah. has enough to fall back on. Like she doesn't even have to attempt it That's to kind of train. Yeah, she doesn't even have to train dogs. She has enough dogs to where she just like, no, it's all right. I'm gonna send you away, and so she does. And so all the dogs were really good, except for like this one new dog that came in, which was my last dog, uh-huh. and I just stopped. I just stopped doing what I was doing, and that was it. And then um, the next day, or the next working day, I had a really long day. I I personally only had five dogs. Mm-hmm. But I started off my day with a matted doodle. I took care of business with that dog. She was really good, but it was she was still matted. So Did she shave it? I shaved it, yeah. I shaved it with a five all over teddy bear head. But it was just her and then I had two new dogs on top of it and so when I do new dogs I have to talk with the parents just things kind of brought me down like you know set me back a little bit which is fine and one of my new dogs was a standard poodle and he has a particular style that he likes it's almost a fusion of two um two types of traditional cuts he likes the traditional looks but he likes these two particular styles so it's a puppy head and a Miami body. I would specify puppy top knot. Puppy top knot. Yeah. Okay, so it's a puppy. Because some people t- might be like, a, like a puppy cut, you know? Like yeah. A puppy cut, like so, like a teddy bear head. Yeah, yeah. I, don't know, I but- apologize. It's a puppy top knot, and a Miami cut. Mm-hmm. And I was very honest with the owner. I was like, okay, I understand the mechanics. I've gone to enough classes. I wouldn't say enough classes. You can never have enough, guys. But I've gone to classes. I've seen webinars. um, I follow a lot of uh, really proficient poodle groomers online. I follow their, um, like, tips and tricks. So, like, I get the mechanics of those traditional cuts and clips. But I was completely honest with the owner. I was like, the last time I did anything in a standard or professional clip was, like, two years ago. And that was a Miami clip. (laughs) <laughs> I, those are my favorite clips though for the poodle look I know but it took me like the last time I yeah. did the Miami clip it took me almost like an hour and a half to do pom poms to, yeah. s- to shape them up perfectly and yeah. round and make them look tight but like full like c- completely circular and he was like oh I don't need the circular look I like them shaggy and I'm like okay cool so that way I can just add the texture back in and just some cold water add the texture back in looks cute mm-hmm. and anyway so doing this dog it had a very large crest that was not blended into the body which it, I understand it's extremely difficult to blend anything into a seven yeah. Or a 9 or a 10 or a 30. Yeah. Like, it's just impossible. And it's difficult. <clears throat> I would have told him, like, it's not going to be blended. I blended it. I fucking did it. So, mm-hmm. um, anyway. So, yeah. And this guy, he does not... He says that he brushes his dog out occasionally, but he honestly is like, no, I'd rather just pay you. So, he does every two weeks. And the last groom he had was three weeks ago. His dog had barely any growth of hair on the body. Yeah. So, I could tell she just got groomed 
three weeks ago. So I felt the dog. Dog felt fine. Um, And then I took her back, washed her, blow-dried her. And he was mentioning something about the ears, that the last groomers clipped the ears. Now, I defended the last groomer 100% (laughs) because I'm always like that with clients. Mm -hmm. But foreshadowing, guys. (laughs) But in the fucking back of the store... I started noticing things, and I started so- noticing things that were definitely an owner's or not owner a groomer's mistake. So the ears were not short or chopped; they were matted. The top of the ears were completely brushed out and fine, but once you got to the ear leather, there were mats all the way around the ear leather that I had to get out. And like, do these mats look like? They've been there for a hot minute. They did. They they felt like they were washed a couple times. They felt like they had been there for a little bit. So, like, the groomers were just top brushing the ears, and it looked good because she had a very thick coat, very full coat. Yeah. And it did look fine on top, and then you realize all of the hair is bunching up underneath. And the dog doesn't swim, you know. I don't. I can see a water dish matting up some ears, but it would, it would mat up tip the ears. It would be matting the, the anything that got into the water, yeah. not just the ear leather. And then yeah. I noticed there but was. But it's not going to mat to that degree within three weeks. Exactly. And then I started noticing the inside of the pom poms of every pom pom, the oh backs God. of the pom poms, like where the the paw pad is. Mm-hmm. It was like they just skipped certain steps. They didn't finish their work, and it made my day so much longer. Oh, my God. So the dog's coming in every two weeks for me, which is great. I get to learn a little bit more. If you guys know any, like, really good um, puppy cut videos, send them my way. So that way I can learn a little bit more. Well, puppy top hunt's fairly easy, though. Okay, fuck your life. It's not. It's not. It's not for me. Okay, I'm I, like that's like the easiest. I hate traditional top knots because you I gotta do too. cut the line and you gotta just, make sure it's even, yeah, symmetrical. Puppy top knot. It's just the front and back. No, and he he wants that profound crest in the front, going into the shoulder blade, uh, blended into the ear. He wants it to look like an Egyptian god. So I am, my hand scissoring skills aren't bad. I mean, my fingers are sore from yesterday. That's yeah. how That's how much hand scissoring I did yesterday, um, especially on that dog. And yeah, so like if you guys know, just let me know. But yeah, and Blake then- I just did a free video on his page for the, uh, the tail set. He did a free video on months ago on um it wasn't just him it was him and another groomer who does poodles too but they do clean feet the same way and it was so fucking fast and I still use that technique and it was brilliant was it the 40 on the inside the 30 the 30 on the nails yeah, that's the what I do too. the scoop to the side uh-huh. from the inside and I was like but the Fuck! It's this so is brilliant. Quicker. It yeah. took me the last time I did all three. <clears throat> it took me like 15 minutes for feet and face. Yeah. Yeah. It was great. So I do like those videos. I appreciate them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it wasn't just him. So yeah, it was just a really long week. I had a lot of dogs. And my hands are sore. Um, I turned away for the second time. But only English sheepdog. That's like seven months. Mm-hmm. He's aggressive. 
I told daddy he couldn't come back unless he worked with him at home. And if he gets progress, if only if he gets progress, like if he gets progress doing these certain things that I told him to do, because if he does not get progress, I'm not touching that dog. He wasn't even like a growl and a snap or uh-huh. like he was, he was quick. He was quick, full bearing teeth. I'm like, nope, not happening. We're done. Mm-mm. And that's <clears throat> so young. It is. That's not good. No. I've never had good luck with old English sheepdogs. I've only had one. I've never. I think maybe once. It was... Remember when we worked at that one salon? This lady came in with like three, and they were always matted, and our owner, the owner of the salon always wanted us to demat them. Yeah. But they were really good. They were good. Yeah. So I think that was the last time. I forgot about those ones. So I've had four. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> but I I won't touch those things because they have an aggressive streak they do and I just I think it's so weird that like people want those dogs they're yeah they're not like as a house dog like yeah really like that is a house dog <laughs> yeah no they're supposed to be working but people that's what people don't understand is when they get working breeds and then they don't work them and they wonder why their dogs are assholes or like neurotic oh so let me tell you this one one last thing. My next door neighbor, her dog, like two months ago, passed away from Cushing's disease, and he was a barker, and he drove her nuts, and it seemed like she hated him, but she didn't. She loved him to pieces. It's just she has she's just just as loud as a dog, <clears throat> which is fine because we're a loud family. She started fostering a beagle puppy. <gasps> And I can hear her screaming at the dog, like, oh, come inside, come inside, or be quiet, or whatever. It's a beagle puppy. They will never, ever not. I've never met a quiet beagle. No. (laughs) So, yeah. They've got that, like, throat bark. Oh, it's all morning. All morning. Every morning. And she's a puppy. And the lady walks her all the time. But it's just, like, it's a beagle. Yeah. That's what And we live in townhouses. She needs a cat. Yeah, she should foster kitties. Or something that doesn't bark. So a chihuahua doesn't work. Not for her. That was her <laughs> last dog. Beagles don't work. Not for her. And she's fostering it, because, she, but she wanted to adopt. But she wants to adopt an older dog. But so the, what is she doing fostering a puppy? Because the rescue she was working with doesn't actually give her a choice. They just threw her this puppy. Mm. Which is stupid. Yeah. And then they wouldn't let her adopt this older dog because they feel like she's an unfit. But you'll give you give her a puppy. Right? I don't know. She's like, I don't want to ever work with this foster again. She's like, I'm just going to go to a shelter and get a dog once this dog is gone. The foster dog. Yeah. Or why doesn't she just give it back and then go to the shelter? I don't know. I don't know her reasoning. She's not legally bound to this foster dog. No. <laughs> no. come and pick up your shit. I'm going right. to get a puppy. Or a, a senior. So how's your week? Um, it's been like a blur. Yeah, right? <laughs> it has. It so has. So busy. I think I've just been so emotionally involved into myself that like work is not on the forefront for me. Yeah. You're, I have, you're going through shit. Yeah, I have so many voicemails. <laughs> I have been hit and miss with my clients. Like, I hate to admit this, but... I'm just, like, not concentrating on my work right now. You're falling behind. I'm falling so behind. The holidays, I need to change my voicemail and saying that I'm not taking on new clients until next year because... They don't know. They don't know if... 
about your situation. They exactly. Don't, they don't so, know that you can stop or, you know, cancel at the drop of a dime just because... Well, and I'm booked up for what part of December that I'm working. Yeah, exactly. So it's like I don't need to take clients. And then I'm not going to be even taking my own clients until mid-January. Yeah. So it's like, why... Why do I need to be calling these people back? <laughs> it's kind of like what my thought process is. So I just need to change my voicemail stating that I'm not calling people back. I'm not taking new clients. Until February, maybe. Yeah. Till about February. It's exactly what it is. Like, we're essentially closed to new people. Um, so since the whole, like, work and IVF, I've lost one client. That's not too bad. No. No, and I saw it coming with her. You knew, yeah. So, because she's just an old lady, and she left her other groomer because the other groomer wasn't as reliable and um, was, like, hit and miss with quality. And so, it's like, so you're telling me she's human. (laughs) I'm like, okay. So, like, I kind of always had, like, this gut feeling that she's probably just you know, yeah, not going to be the client for me, but whatever, I'll get the money as I can. So I told her, I was like, hey, I could put you on a waiting list or I can get you in, which I know is very soon, but at least she would be tied over until, you know, mid-January, early February. Yeah. And she was like, no, that doesn't work for me. And I've been like fairly honest with my clients. Yeah, Because most course. of my clients are asking me, well, what's going on? Like, are you going out of town? Like, I'm open with my clients. Yeah. I didn't want to just come out and be like, blam, here's all my issues. If they wanted to know, I would tell them. If they didn't, then they didn't, you know? So she didn't even, like, ask me, so I didn't give her the information, and she just closed the door in my face. And I was like, okay, I'll cancel your appointment. (laughs) (laughs) So then I canceled her appointment, and that was it. There you go. So, and then everybody else has been, like, on board, excited, and, you know... So, I don't know. When you're, like, paying a small business Mm -hmm. and the small business is doing really well, and then you know, like, your money... It feels different when your money or just a portion of your money is feeding their existence. Yeah. It kind of feels kind of good. Like, so it's like, oh, you're able to afford IVF and you're able to have children and be happier. Yeah. It just makes you feel a little bit better. little do they know I can't afford any of that. (laughs) But, but, <laughs> but, like, I don't know. Maybe they're just so happy because when you're happy, their dogs are happy and your work will stay happy and good. And Exactly. I don't know. But they, everybody has been, like, super excited, super supportive. Like, I can't tell you how many times where I've, like, cried several tears. I want to say, like, full-blown crying. But, like, there were tears that left my eyes sitting in my car after leaving my client's house. I know, you gotta hold it in because you gotta be a bad bitch all the way. You do. Until you get home and then it's like... And then in my car (laughs) on my way home, I'm like crying. And because like... And then I had one client text me after I had left his house. And he's been a client of mine for... Since I've been at the PetSmart days. Yeah. And he's like, I, you know, I'm super excited for you guys. You're an amazing person. And I'm like, oh, if he only knew. (laughs) (laughs) Right? And he's like, you're such an amazing person. And, like, I know this is going to work out for you. And I was like, oh, then I'm going to cry again right now. And I've been so fucking emotional. <laughs> I said I wasn't going to cry to my, like, in and my And I'm mind. one of those, like, <laughs> surrogate criers. Like, if somebody's crying, I'm going to cry. I don't cry. That's the issue. So, like, 
I started birth control. It's like the first step in IVF. Yeah. So like me crying on the drop of a dime is so disgusting. (laughs) It's going right now. I know. And so Harvey told me that the Backstreet Boys and Chris Taylor is, what's his name? Corey Taylor from Slipknot. What? Are doing a um, a song together. What? Really? Yes. I don't know if I should be like, ew, or like, ooh. Well, I started crying. Like, real tears. <laughs> and I was like, this is the most exciting thing I have ever heard. And he's like, are you, what the fuck? Like, looking at me. And so. You're like, they're like, we're my favorite band. They are. I mean. Slipknot was my first pit. Backstreet Boys have held me through life. <laughs> I mean, oh the two things, beautiful. But anyways, so just, I've always had like this mindset that clients are, um, like we're just so expendable to, to our clients. No matter how long they have, now my eyes are burning because I didn't shower today. So all the oils are in my eyeballs. Um, that our clients will just like drop us off at the top of a chop of a dime, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like we're not so important, but like my clients are kind of proving me wrong. So like your at you, you, your attitude, your hardness is breaking a little bit. It is because they like, care about you and your well being and hope the best for you. Exactly. Like two of my female clients have done IVF and they're like, please, like if you have any questions, do not hesitate. Like. I'm up all hours. I don't care if it's like three, four o'clock in the morning. If you need someone to talk to, like, talk to me. And I'm just like, what are you doing? Like, no. (laughs) Like, I'm going to cry. Like, why do you want to be my friend? (laughs) But, like, I don't, I still want to keep my clients at, like, a distance because mixing those two things can be complicated. complicated. But it's just... Our clients actually value us, which is a hard concept for me to swallow. Yeah. Mm. But for the most part, my week has been pretty blurry. Um, I did do a lot of shopping for work, which is super exciting. Um, I did not get to do that because I don't get paid till the first. (laughs) And I was pissed. Well, I didn't necessarily do Black Friday shopping. I did all my shopping before Black Friday because I needed shampoos and I needed actual stuff. Yeah. And then... My boss did a bunch of Black Friday shopping, which is nice, because then I get to see what she got. Oh, she didn't, like, let you in on what she bought? No, because I just kind of subliminally kept sending her, like, deals. Like, this is a good deal. Check this (laughs) out. Do this. Do that. And, like, I want her to learn and, like, kind of explore the grooming world. And we can obviously say, like, oh, this is shit. Yeah. No matter what. But I I want her to get involved, not just purchasing, but I want her to get involved in, like, learning about these things. Yeah. So I kept sending her stuff, and I sent her stuff that would benefit her and just her side of the the business. So, like, I don't know what she got, and I, I don't hate surprises, but... We'll oh, see. You'll have to tell us what you got. Yeah. That'll be fun. Yeah. But yeah, so, I didn't I didn't do any shopping. Yeah. No. I got this really cool thing. We'll go into that in a second. But I don't think I had anything super exciting happen at work. It was literally just... I finally deep cleaned my trailer. It had been over a month. And usually I do it monthly. But you keep it pretty clean regardless. I do. But you get that like dander buildup on things. You know, you yeah, get... Yeah. 
just like I, my dogs are obviously clean, but you get dander. Yeah. It just is what it is. But yeah, that's mostly it. Everybody's been super chill and I've just kind of been ignoring people. <laughs> that's just kind of what it is. And I feel really bad because I'm just in my own head. But most people are being really understanding. So it's like, do it. Like, whatever you have in your mind and you think you're going to be betraying your clients or they're not going to be understanding, they're most likely going to be understanding. Just do it. Like, don't hold back anymore. Go on that vacation. Get that surgery that you've been wanting done. You know what I mean? Like, go do it. (laughs) Do what you have to do. Yeah. So, but, okay, so I've got some products that I purchased that... I've been, like, super excited for, and then some of them I just randomly found on TikTok that I had to buy. It was so cool. I think I'm a little excited about that one. Um, So, it's like, I wish I bark something. I knew in my head that I needed to remember it. Um, Maybe. I'll get up in a second. But bark something, and they go, they're like these donut cuffs, like these silicone donut cuffs that you put your hand through, and it domes out and you use it while you're bathing and it keeps the water from going down your arm. Oh, okay. I don't bathe with my dogs anymore, so. Well, I do. And <laughs> there are tons of other people who do. And like, I get water on my floor because it goes down my arm and it's yeah. the most, and I hate that feeling. And then when you're bathing a big dog and your arms are up higher and it goes into your fucking sleeve. Oh yeah. I used to get titty rashes. Ugh. It's the worst. They actually work and they're not super uncomfortable and they're not super scary either. I got pink, <laughs> but they were free at the time. I think it was their black Friday special. Yeah. And you just paid shipping, which I totally think it was kind of a scam. Just like those a are toy. always those are always because it was still twenty eight dollars yeah, for shipping. Are, oh my god! Yeah, those are <laughs> always a scam. But it was hella worth it though. It's one of my favorite things that I bought. So maybe I'll post a link when I, when I which am I But I saw it on TikTok. This chick was baiting like this big ass dog, and she's doing like this educational little thirty second TikTok. And then she points out the name of the cuffs on her arm. So I'm like, what the fuck is that? And she's like, it keeps the water from dripping down your arms. And I was like, immediately sold. <laughs> and so I went and immediately purchased them. And it's amazing. I highly recommend them. So far, they work great. I used them all day. Um, let's see, what else did I buy? Okay, so you purchased the wide combs from Zolita. So I went on a Pet Direct and I got the cheaper version. <laughs> called Master Cut because they were on sale. Okay. For like 107 bucks for the whole thing. 174. For, no, 107. Oh. Yes. I said I got the cheap version. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was 107 for a 30 blade and three of the guard combs, the wide guard combs, which AGS does a whole set. Yeah. Like the wall combs, but in wide. But I have feelings about that company, so I didn't go with that one. So anyways, I went with Master Cut. And I have to say, <laughs> even though that they were cheap, they were actually felt really hardy. And the blade cut so far really well. And I used them on a poodle. 
And oh my god. Like just like a tiny poodle. I got through it like so fairly quickly. So quick. Like it felt dirty because you don't have to like go you know, usually when you're doing it, you're going in such small sections. Yeah. I did half the dog in one swipe. Mm-hmm. And then you just like boop, boop, and I'm like, what? I'm gonna say though, if you don't know how to handle clippers or handle clippers with a clipper vac, like I don't recommend these because I do think the smaller are better for like beginners and learners. Oh, like, for sure. Because my my apprentice is terrified of the wide combs. She's so terrified because she can barely figure out how to yeah. position safely a regular comb, and I'm like. Woo, using the corner on little itty bitty tiny feet, using it reverse, the wide combs. I'm just having a blast with them so yeah. far. So far it's been fun. I did have to remind myself that the blade is wider, so now you have a wider point to yes. look out for. It, it, you, you figure it out. Yeah. It, it really goes away qu- pretty quickly. It does. You know, if you're doing the tuck-up area, um, obviously take the edge, and that's where you do the tuck-up, and not the middle of the fucking blade. Yeah. Like... You know, it's just, when you're an experienced groomer, it's very common sense. But if you're inexperienced, then it might be a little intimidating. Yeah. So use with caution. But but if you, if your hands are programmed and you know yeah. what to do, go for it. Oh my God, I cannot wait to use these on other dogs. I only did two dogs coming back from Thanksgiving break. So I only got to use them on one dog. I, I use them. And then do you know what I immediately did after using them? I dropped my blade. <laughs> I've dropped mine. It still works. I'm hoping it does. Mine still works. I've dropped my blade at least once so far. Dude, do you know when the last time I dropped a blade was? I dropped my shears, a, a pair of shears two days ago. Jesus. Or on Wednesday. No, I don't drop my shit. No, so I it's like all my shit in. Yeah. No. He hit me up the other day. He's like, you ready for sharpening? And I was like, dude, I said once a year. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready for sharpening and I need to get a clipper repaired, so... I'm thinking I'm going to send them in while I'm gone. Well, I got to send... I'm going to send in half my stuff tomorrow if you want to send one or two things. No, I don't need anything Okay, sharpened. dumb bitch. Everything is great. Like, I have four 30 blades. I have an abundance of blades that I don't use, and all my shears work beautifully. I know. I'm not sending any blades except for one 30 blade. And I don't want to send my wide blade in until the, like... Day after Christmas. Yeah. Get the master cut. It was affordable and it cut beautifully. And it's not like name influencer brand or anything like that. You know, those things don't mean anything to me. It just Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. I got the off brand and it works great. Yeah. So far. I'll check it out. But yeah, so master cut is what I purchased off of Pet Direct. I want to also mention that, yes, we do talk about a lot of these brands. We're not paid by these people. Not yet. We get, we pay them to use their products and review them for free. So you can holler at them and tell them, Right? No, we have, to send, <laughs> we have to send them, like, inquiries, I think. But anyways, so. I don't know how it works, but yeah. Like, the stuff that we use is just because we use a lot of stuff. Yeah, we love buying new things and playing with it. Okay, so I bought clothes. Yeah. I bought clothes. The the smock, I bought the wrong size, so I have to send it back unless you want to buy it. It's a large. It probably won't fit me. Okay. Well, you got boobs. Yeah. So, I have to send that back, which I hate sending shit back, but I have to send it back. 
So, did you get the wrong size, or did yes, they send you the wrong size? Yes, I double checked everything. Oh, I clicked. I thought I clicked a medium, mm-hmm. but apparently I clicked a large. But so it is what it is. So I gotta send it back, which I have to pay for shipping to send it back. Oh, that's because it's doing because I'm doing an exchange and it wasn't there. Yeah. So it's like rude, but anyways, so it was through Ladybird. Okay, we talked about this brand last time, and we got it mixed up with Loyalty Pet. Ladybird. Or Ladybug, or whatever. Ladybird. It's Ladybird, yeah. Well, they have Ladybugs as the, in their logo, so it's very confusing. But anyways, I purchased their no-hair pants. These were like $45. They said that they were high-waisted. Do, do they do their job? Yes. Yes, they do do their job. The hair came off so easily. Oh, and I got an apron as well. Um, So I wore the apron and I wore the pants. The apron, it's an apron. Yeah. Like, but it was the fabric of like all their stuff. And the apron repelled the water beautifully, repelled the hair. It did its job. It did what it was supposed to do. The pants did its job, did what it was supposed to do. But. There is always a but. It claimed that it was high-waisted. I'm going to say that this is skinny girl high-waisted. Okay? It comes to the underneath the belly button. That's not high-waisted. High-waisted is over the belly button. Yeah. So these pants were very uncomfortable to me. And did I pull them up so far that I had a camel toe and it was shoved up my ass? Yes. (laughs) Because that's why I like my pants. Like, I need my pants above my belly button. I gotta hold my shit in. Yeah. They said it was for shaping. It did not shape anything. There is no support in these pants. It's, the fabric is the same throughout the entire pant, and the top was just a thin band. Okay, but they make the pants look like they're for shaping. Mm Mm-hmm. But then it's not. Yeah. There's no... There's no, no compression. Exactly. There's no support whatsoever. There's not an extra layer of fabric in the stomach area for this to be even called support. Like, it was very frustrating. Then, what got me the most was the butt. They have, like, this, this like, thick where the seam is. The seam. They had a thick seam. That makes supposedly makes your butt look like an apple. So it's kind of like a half of a heart over the butt and then a slight fabric, amount of fabric above it. And that's where the, you know, high waisting comes comes into play, which these are not high waisted. And yes, I got the right size. They've, it felt, okay, so when I wore them the first time, I didn't wear any underwear. I don't wear underwear at work. It's much more comfortable for me. One less item I have to pull down when I have to pee. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's easy. And I just don't wear underwear with yoga pants. It's more comfortable, you know? <clears throat> so anyways, so the first time I didn't wear underwear so I could feel that thick seam and it felt like I was wearing a thong the entire day. And it was very uncomfortable. So then, and also the pants kept falling down. Because yeah. the fabric is completely nylon. That's the same same thing with mine. Yeah. They, they just start, like, as you're moving, start shifting downward. Yes. So I always have to pull them up. Yes. And it's like, so now I'm getting hair, you know. It's just, was it was uncomfortable. So then the next time I wore them, I wore them with panties, with granny panties. 
Okay, so full butt coverage. Yeah, just to see if it'll hold on. It held on slightly. But then it rolls your underwear down. I was just getting to that. (laughs) So now not only am I pulling up pants, I'm pulling up panties. And I felt like I was in fifth grade again, where the panties are bunching up over your butt crack and then sliding down your ass. And it's like, this is very uncomfortable. So now I'm like shoving my hand down my butt. Yep, to pull them up. Can we take a pause? I want to see these pants. Positive Educational Training is an affordable monthly subscription that helps groomers like us transform our business and take you and your business to the next level. How can you get to the next level? Easy. You can watch all previous workshops and have access to upcoming monthly workshops. As someone who has personally subscribed and purchased one of the offered grouped programs, I can honestly say I thoroughly enjoy the fire it has lit under my ass. Go to our website and click on our sponsor tab to change your future. Okay, we're back. We did take a pause so that she could look at the pants. So they are the exact same pants as I have. Mine are boot cut and have two more pockets. Actually have pockets. Hers have no pockets. No, they have a pocket inside the pant, but it's mostly like what workout pants have for like rings and stuff. Yeah. So let's see, where were we? So mine are just like regular yoga pants. I didn't get the boot cut like yours. So then the other thing, which I would have not purchased these pants if I would have known this. I don't like purchasing pants that I can't just throw in the wash. These are hand wash only. Mine say you can throw in the wash. So it said in big red letters when I purchased them, hand wash only. It may have said hand wash, but I don't believe in that. And it's because it's nylon. It's because you don't want it to pill. And you don't want to use fabric softener and you don't want to use... I don't use use any of that stuff anyway. Well, I do. And so I... Well, probably, I don't, I don't think I'm going to purchase these pants again because guess what? Fabletics, which I'm not a huge fan of the company because they scam you, do not purchase the subscription. If you have it and you love it, kudos. I fucking hated it. Um, I'll probably just spend the money because um, they do actually, I do have a couple pairs of pants that I wear yeah. that are almost the same exact fabric, but they actually have support. And they stay on. They stay on. They make me look shapely. And they're pretty much the same thing. And the hair blows off fairly quickly and easily. And they don't, it doesn't stay on. But I purchased that fabric on accident. So I don't know what fabric I've actually purchased. So I'll have to like just search on their website and figure it out. But so will I be purchasing purchasing the pants again? Probably not. Because Fabletics is a little bit more expensive, but I get shapely. And I like things tight to my body. When they're not tight to my body, it just feels really weird. It does when you're moving around so much, when things move. Like, you're moving around, so you don't want anything else to move around. Yeah. Because it just becomes a problem. It's just another step for your day. Exactly. Like, yeah, no, because the same, the pants, those are the same exact material. Mine just has a printed logo on it, and it's a different shape. Same exact fabric. Yeah. And when people are going... Yeah. And I've had my Fabletic pants for years. Yeah. For years. And I, they say not to wash with fabric softener, and you, but you can machine wash them. 
I wash them with a fabric softener and they've been fine for years. So I'm like, now I have these pair of pants that like, what am I going to do with these? Like, I don't, you know, I don't want to. Sell it on one of those creepy websites after like a really hard day of work oh. and just be like, I'm a dirty dog groomer. <laughs> And I don't wear underwear. Right? And just sell them for like 300 bucks. Oh my god, yeah. Definitely make my money back. But yeah, no, so I was really disappointed in those pants. I wanted to really like them. I am a sucker when it comes to infomercials. Yes, I yes, love is. it. Love it. And so I feel like... I just feel like there are so many better options out there that other non-grooming companies have created. And I wanted to support a grooming company. You know, I want yeah. to support Me small businesses, but I just, I'm not, I wasn't a fan. Will I buy the apron again? Yes. I, the apron that I got years ago, I will you not. You did re- not get a waterproof apron. No, and I didn't know there was a difference because yes. they were showing their waterproof and then they were showing this really cool one that I got. Yeah. And the one that I got is just water resistant. But it's not hair resistant, so there's hair yeah. clumped up in no. So well, I, and that one was mostly in the um, hairstylist section, and that is where I'm getting a little fucked with. Okay, I'm yeah. I'm not even gonna lie, I'm getting fucked in the brain with this whole like they're double dipping, double dipping into two different categories, and then when it comes to like our conventions and our things they are bringing things that we're not even going to use because they think we might just like or they could just sell yeah and it fucks with me because i lose <laughs> a little bit of support for like those brands yeah so because yeah. i looked up your apron too because i wanted to see and then they have i almost purchased a smock and it doesn't the way they had advertised on the website for two different style of smocks was a little confusing. One smock in small print said that it was hair resistant and water resistant. But then for the other one, the smock that I purchased said in bold letters that this was the specific one like for waterproof and all the things that I was looking for. So it's like, what is the one that I really want, which is all black? Is that one not as good as this one? Like, the pricing was even different. Mm -hmm. And so I'm just like, okay, well, it's a little confusing. So I went with the one that I didn't really want Mm -hmm. because that one seemed like it was more what I was looking for. But they don't have anything black, like we were saying. Like, all of their... So I just... An idea just popped in my head. Uh I'm just throwing this out there. What if... You ever see, like, those DIY or those YouTube videos where somebody waterproofs shoes? Or, like, a t-shirt or a polo. Uh-huh. They use, like, a wax or something like that. And they use it and it's waterproof. Yeah. What if we did that to, like, the aesthetic that we want? So, like, the uniform that we want. Yeah. We get, we get whatever it is and we waterproof it ourselves. But does waterproofing mean it's hairproof? Because that's different. That I don't know. So that way we'd have to figure it out. Yeah. Because I'm mostly looking not necessarily for waterproofing. I'm looking for hair resistance. I'm more concerned about the hair resistance because I have such sensitive skin. If you haven't seen my face, mm-hmm. it's because it's of mask. it's from the hair creeping up under the mask. And I'm yeah. literally scratching the shit out of my face and my neck and my fingers. Yeah. I am so sensitive to hair. It's ridiculous, guys. I just don't like hair on me. <laughs> so that's why I'm looking for something that specifically states that it's hair resistant. And so I'm really bummed that I don't get to 
use it, but the apron, I was wearing it over my shirt that I wear in the winter, which is not fabric or hair resistant at all. It actually holds the hair. So with this, my expectation was that the hair would just fall off. That's what I thought would happen. Mm -hmm. But the hair doesn't just fall off. It sits on top and then you have to blow it off yeah. or brush it off. And then it comes off with no problems and it's not sticking in the fabric. So I don't know if that was me not being realistic that the hair was just going to fall off or not even lay on top of it or if it's really not hair resistant. I don't know. So I, I don't expect like some nanotechnology <laughs> where the hair gets zapped off, but I do expect like, you know, if it's a casual hair falling on my shirt and it stays on because that's where it's laying and gravity is, it's against yeah. gravity. I get it. But if it's just sitting on my shirt and I'm moving around and it's not falling off, it's sticking to whatever fibers are Okay, there. well then it's hair, it's pretty much hair resistant then. Yeah. Because when I immediately go to blow dry it, there's no, like, sometimes I'll see on my shirt that hairs are sticking out. And that, I don't like the little pokies. I don't like the pokies, that's what gets it, me. Ooh. So, stay tuned with that when I finally do exchange it, which they were super cool about. They were like, yeah, just send it in. And I was like, okay. So... Stay tuned on that. Shampoos, I pretty much bought all Chris Christensen. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I don't want to review too much, but I'll tell you what I bought. I bought, like, this one's Super Moisture Repair when it's black. Um, and then I think it was, like, Magic Repair is what I purchased. And then I purchased Spectrum 1. Yes. And then I bought Spectrum 10 again. And then I bought day-to-day. -day. So, I really hate oatmeal. I hate oatmeal, too. I didn't realize in day-to-day -day there's oatmeal in it. But is it hydrolyzed oat proteins? I didn't look. Okay, well, there's a difference between just oatmeal yes. and then hydrolyzed oatmeal protein yes. or the germ of the oatmeal. Yeah, well, I'll have to look, but I'm just like... And I hate the oatmeal fragrances that they put into. This one actually smells really good. It doesn't smell like oatmeal. It smells good. I feel like oatmeal doesn't have a scent, but they always add this weird scent to oatmeal shampoos. And it's not green. Because I've noticed a lot of oatmeal shampoos are green. I don't... Under um, like that medic medical one from the vets is always green. Uh, they add dyes to it. Uh, a yeah. lot of oatmeal shampoos that I see are like milky looking. They look like semen. <laughs> this one looks like semen. And then I got their conditioners and stuff like that. So we'll see how it goes. I'll keep you guys updated on that. Um, yeah. It's too soon to, like, really tell. Yeah. And then I think that was, oh, I bought the Alpha Loop, which is oh. bio, what is it? I can't, bioethylene or something like that. It's like this special. Like a polyethylene? No, it's with a bio. In yeah, it. okay. It looks like leather, but it's not. Yeah, it's really it's supposed to be like really resistant to water and it's supposed yeah. to be good for when you're using it in the tub. Yes, that's why I bought it just to try it. It seems cool. I was kind of bummed that I purchased it cuz then I think one of our listeners, she makes her own loops and is now starting her own little venture and she uses It's similar. She uses the same products and she, hers are all kind of cutesies and like different colors and shit. Oh. So I would have purchased from her, but I'll see how this one goes and if I like it, then I'll purchase the rest from her. Um, let's see. And then I bought a suction cup that I can't keep in my tub. It won't stay. 
it keeps popping off. Oh, because we watched that video and you're like, I need that. Yes. Yeah. And or we didn't watch that video. We had that interview. Yeah, 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 yeah. With the house grooming uh, yeah. Chris Bear. But it's not staying up and I don't know why. Um, I think that's really it. I think that's really all that I've purchased. Yeah. So I'm just trying to become more efficient with all my stuff. I'll have to get little sample cups from you so I can try some of that Chris Christensen. Yeah. Stuff's good. I like it so far. The Miracle Repair I used on a Pomeranian. I don't know if I like it on the Pom. It was like a weird... It's weird. I don't, I don't understand like how somebody can just stick with one or two shampoos. Like I'm, there's they don't no all work with the no same exactly no shade to you if you do. I it's I'm not shading you. It's just I have this weird like anxiety about texture, and I love texture. I love mm-hmm. certain textures, and I don't like when it is it, it when it doesn't feel balanced. Yes. Like I, I it already bugs me when a dog doesn't look balanced, but sometimes you can't get over that because of let's say matting or whatever. Yeah. But when a dog doesn't feel balanced, it irks me. Yes. Like yes. so much. Yes. And that's what I had this is what I felt. That's how I felt working at my friend's shop the it other just, day. The she coats didn't feel right. It didn't feel right to me. And she like I said, she's a great groomer and she ran everything efficiently. All her customers are happy. And that's all that matters. But for some reason, it didn't feel balanced, and I felt, like, uncomfortable. Yes. It made me viscerally... Well, because then your coats are harder to work with. And, like, I've used... I used... My typical de-shedding concoction is the moist from Hydra. And then I'll go over with the Quadruped leave-in. And then I'll use a conditioning spritz. And it goes through his coat beautifully. This one was a struggle. And so, and I left the conditioner on for at least a minute or two and then rinsed it off fully. And then I figured, let's not do the conditioning spray since this is supposed to be a moisture repair. Didn't feel good. It just didn't, I don't know. There wasn't, there was just something about it that was like, oh, this is kind of slightly disappointing. Yeah. But then he scissored up really nicely and he looked good. So it's like, Hmm. He still looked good. Yeah. Cool. And then the the product was still there. Yeah. And then I used the day-to-day <clears throat> on a poodle that I used, or a poodle that I did, and his coat came out really great. Like, products matter. Products matter. So, we had a question. I just wanted to just throw this out there really quick um, about shears online. I thought it was super cute. This groomer is buying her mom, who is also a groomer, a gift. And so, her gift would be, hmm, maybe we shouldn't put this on there because she listens, both the mom and the daughter. Okay, we'll talk about it. No, he's just going to cut it out. Oh, okay. So, he would like us to give him silence, complete silence. Okay. Okay, so, we're going to talk about... Wait, did you want to talk about the video? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I'm not pressed on that video. You're pressed on that video. Okay, yes, yes, yes. Let's talk about it for, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We got time. We got time. So, this little video kind of fell in our lap. It didn't <laughs> fall in my lap. Vanessa was like, you want to watch this video? Well, because someone posted it. I don't know in what group, to be honest. Uh-huh. But it's about our a favorite 
groomer that's on YouTube, my favorite groomer, and she's kind of always, she randomly always pops up in groups. I just stop watching it. I, I do too. Yeah. But she manages to, someone always finds her videos and then throws them up on the page. I don't go searching for her videos. It's just they're there and then she's always getting blasted. Mm-hmm. She is always, always a hot topic. She's a hot item, you know, and it's, I find it highly entertaining. There's not a lot of groomers out there that I, I don't want to say I dislike her as a person because I do not know her. Yeah. I don't know her as a person, but I am judging her off of what I see. And she is one of the only groomers that I judge. I don't judge other groomers. But when you are putting yourself on a social media platform, you are opening yourself up for judgment. And criticism. And criticism. Backlash. And... The same thing that we do. Exactly. We are opening... Like, I am waiting for the first time someone says, I fucking hate you. I don't think it's been there. I'm pretty sure somebody has, has said that. But Probably. They're like, ah, oh, these bitches are stupid. Yeah. And... To be fair, we kind of are. (laughs) So anything that you were saying about us, we've probably already said it to ourselves. So that's why it doesn't necessarily 100% bother me. But I haven't had anybody say anything to our faces yet. So that's a different story. But back to my favorite groomer. She is just always a hot topic. Now, when I first found her back in the day... It was like 2016. It was a while ago. And she's been around much longer than that. But you showed me that video specifically at that salon that we both worked at. Yeah. Of her dealing with... A Westie. Yes. I remember the videos when it was yesterday. That was the first time. And honestly, I didn't put two and two together. I didn't know her name. I didn't know what her... You just showed me the video and I was like about to throw up because I was so... Like we were so uncomfortable watching it. Yes. All of us. Everyone, like in the salon, in the salon, the anxiety that you feel watching this video protruding from her is crazy. Like I have watched some pretty intense YouTube videos or just videos in general, but you feel the anxiety coming off of the screen into your soul. It's crazy. She doesn't, she's not handling these dogs properly. She doesn't even have the proper tools to handle these dogs. But her biggest thing is, well, I have the owner there. Just because you have the owner there doesn't mean it's appropriate and that you're doing the right thing. So a couple months ago, I was watching another YouTuber, uh, a well-known YouTuber, um, grooming YouTuber. And he was discussing her in this really long video, just drawn on. So then I was like, okay, what is she all about? Now, the biggest thing that I, I think about when... People are putting themselves on these platforms and when they're like, maybe they get a lot of criticism. Okay, specifically, let's just talk about um, June the Groomer. I did not like his earlier videos. And then I'd watch them whenever they popped up or whatever, but I did not like them because I felt like it was just, it was, it was a little, it was anxious. It was very like, the energy was just a little chaotic. It was not, it was not, it wasn't like, I'm not talking about like, I need performance, but I need to see what you're doing is like, it's going to be some sort of value to me. Yeah. And I didn't see that. But then you see over time, and he's been around for a long time. Very, like, very, very long time. Yeah, he's been right around the same time that 
what's her face on that YouTube channel has been around. But now you see, now, now, now <laughs> you see like his, he has different approaches for things. So you see a growth, like you see a visible growth in him as far as yeah. like the way he educates himself or the way he's like, if he learns something new, he, you can see it. Now again, I'm not, I'm not a fan of either of them I just like the videos that I have seen of his show growth and progression over time yeah now a couple months ago she popped up for some reason and I decided I wanted to watch her videos from the beginning to the end to see if I could make that same conclusion all of her videos are the same (laughs) so I couldn't I didn't even get through half the videos. Mm-hmm. I couldn't do it. And so then I started skipping around, like maybe doing one or two every couple months or whatever to see. I couldn't, I didn't see it. Yeah. I maybe saw a difference in products, but I didn't see, I didn't see a big enough difference to like maybe have her back. Cause maybe people are just seeing her older videos and they're just judging her based on what she knew, not what she knows now. Yeah. And I don't know. Like, I, I can't get through them. Like, my anxiety is too high. She, it, it, it makes me uncomfortable. Yeah. So, um, anyway, <laughs> Vanessa, this video pops up. Yeah, it pops up in a group. I don't remember what group. And it's a video of her visibly upset and talking about how groomers in specific groups and she starts naming these groups no no okay so she names like two groups yeah but then she kept going on and on how she's calling out people but then she wasn't gonna say their names but then she was calling them out yes which so I don't she started calling out by their initials but then she only called out two and so then the video turned into a challenge and she wants to challenge us groomers basically to put our words or where our mouth is i guess and saying that, like, if you want me to come to your salon and I'll videotape you groom a bad dog and, like, and then see how you feel. I don't really understand what was going on in this video. Other than, I'm not going to lie, it was kind of entertaining. Yeah, she was basically trying to challenge somebody to do better than her. Not somebody. Everyone. All of the grooming industry. That she was going to, yeah, and that she was going to challenge everyone who does bad dogs and how they do things differently and so on and so forth. Blah, 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 blah. But my thing is, though, is, like, what if you do find that groomer that does do- bad dogs much better than you? What is going to change? Are you going to throw her shade for being better, more, more well-equipped or emotionally stable? Or are you going to, like, learn from her? Yeah. Take uh, tips. Are, is this Is this a challenge of learning or is this a challenge of just, like, being in the background, kind of being a little troll yourself in the background. Like, I get it. You don't want the trolls anymore. And let's just say we're kind of trolling right now. But we're not... I don't... I've never, like, gone on her page. I've never... I don't think s- we're necessarily trolling as much as just... Commentating. Discussing a video we watch. Yeah. So, but I, I'm not out there, like, on her page, no. searching her out, <laughs> doing legal things against her. Um, but, like, wouldn't that be similar to what she's kind of dealing with? Like, I wouldn't want her in the corner of my salon 
lurking at me while well, because I'm because I don't think she's just going to lurk. I think she's going to have lots of commentary. Exactly. And that's why I'm like... Because if you're watching her video, she's a very vocal groomer. I don't necessarily think that there's anything wrong with being a vocal groomer. No, but you you should have some self-criticism sometimes. And I'm not saying take what everybody else is... Don't take... Yes, everybody has an opinion. But... You know, if people are, like, reaching out genuinely concerned and are willing to help you, which I know there have been groomers who have reached out who have maybe more experience than her Mm -hmm. or um, have been in the field longer or have medical uh, veterinarian background, which she's... I, I don't know if she does or not. But, you know, there's people, you know, who are willing to be that person and mentor. And... She almost she puts herself think- on this weird pedestal that she doesn't... There's no room to improve. There's yeah. no room to grow. And she is there to teach. And that makes me uncomfortable. Yes. And I don't necessarily think she's a groomer to the grooming industry. She's a groomer for our clients. Does that make sense? Like, when she's doing her YouTube video, it's not a video for groomers no it's It's a video for clients and that's to me what is the most disturbing part is that she is essentially feeding clients this false information that these dogs are okay and that this is kind of it and it's like no there's other routes there's other ways there's teachings there's no positive training in these videos there's no helping the clients manage and teach their dogs that grooming is okay. It's just letting the dogs throw a hissy fit. And then you're exacerbating the hissy fit because your anxiety is so high. And then clients have to come in and try and help you. Yeah, and then she was discussing, like, well, the clients are really close, and then there's clients that have certain circumstances that, that, that puts her in the position that she's in now. And I get that, but then I don't want to be that bitch of a person and say, well, it's still the owner's responsibility, regardless of their situation. And everybody falls on hard times. Not everybody, you know, people need love or they're lonely or, you know, they want that, that energy from an animal. But it's just... There's still so much responsibility taking on a live creature. Yeah. And you have to be physically, fiscally, emotionally responsible for them. Yeah. I have a client now. She can't really walk. She is on a walker. She has to have a walker in her house. She cannot move without said walker. She is an older client. She still is very responsible for her dog. She takes it to the vet. She... Gets this dog groomed very short, even in the winter, because she knows she can't brush this dog. Yes. But she is getting it done every six weeks, and I do a seven reverse on this dog. Gotta which do what you gotta do. Isn't actually that short for her coat. Like, it's not like super painful. I've done a ten reverse on this dog. Exactly. Shelter. Like, yeah. you do what you can for clients that are older. And, like, I, so I get what she's trying to say, but you cannot 
remove the responsibility from the client. Exactly. The client still needs to be responsible for that pet. And she's just saying, look, you just have to do what you have to do for these clients. Not even that you have to do what you have to do for the clients. I shouldn't say that. She's legit just removing the responsibility. Yeah. I get get you want to have a big heart or you have a big heart. It's just maybe the bleeding heart is bleeding somewhere it's not supposed to be. And a lot of those dogs should be the responsibility of the vet or somebody working in a vet. Yes. And like that Westie should have been sedated. Yeah. <laughs> the thing was like barrel like some of these videos that I've watched. And you over don't the and they look they don't look young. These like they don't look young. These dogs don't look young. Some of these dogs look really old and decrepit. And like it just it makes me it just makes me so uncomfortable. Yeah. And that's that's just that. If there was growth, if there was if there was um, humility, I don't want to say humanity, but humility, and like, if you want to take on challenges, I understand if you're doing it in a responsible way, or if you're trying to highlight to clients, like, this is why our job is so hard, hard. I get that, but like, I don't know, like, if I don't over these years, people are saying this is doing more damage to the industry, or over the years, like, People are only following you for shock value. Like, you either are rolling with the shock value, and that's what you're running with, and that's how you're going to make your career, and putting yourself, dogs, and clients in different uncomfortable situations. I mean, that's on you, girl, but, I mean, you're going to have to take the flack. If you're out there saying you're a favorite dog groomer, or you are... um, like some sort of emulated professional like you can't like you you can't be both <laughs> like I, our jobs are hard they are and, and i like when you know clients see bad dogs yeah but they have to understand like for example i had to take on a like i just said a seven month old old english sheep dog and i'm not going to take on the dog until the dog shows some sort of um improvement yeah but the do- the dad was inside the room. We only did like a couple minutes at a time with the dog, and I explained every apparatus I used from the grooming lead that I have to the groomer's helper to what I'm doing, and I was talking to the dog every step of the way. Yeah. So that way, when the dog freaks out and I stop, he understands. It's not because I'm doing something wrong. It's because the dog doesn't like what I'm doing regardless. Yeah. So, and I'm not... I would never put that on camera because the dog looked vicious and he was, he was going after me. Like, let's face it. Yeah. And then we stopped. That was that. Yeah. We don't go further than that. My hands are intact. The dog is not stressed. The daddy can deal with it at home. It's his responsibility. Yeah. I took on a schnauzer puppy. Most schnauzer puppies, I don't think they're awful. And so... But they turn into good dogs. They do if the clients work with them. Yes, for sure. Because I've taken on a schnauzer puppy in the past and worked with the dog for an entire year. Oh, yeah, I remember. And the dog got worse. And guess what? The dog was still bad. Because then I started working at a salon that the schnauzer was at, which I didn't know. The dog was still bad, like, two years later. It was just, uh, you know, but people just don't work with their dogs. So anyways, backtracking to this schnauzer puppy that I took on, the dog was bad for brushing. It was pretty much bad for a lot of things. And I told the client, like, you need to work with her. And so I gave the clients tools on how to do that. 
you know, I told her just start from scratch, start with associative training, take a brush. You're not actually brushing her. You're showing her the brush and giving her a special treat. That's all I want you to do for a couple days. And then, because she was shaved with a 10 blade, so then I'm like, this can go on until her next haircut and hopefully she'll be best, better, which she surprisingly was better, you know? So then I said, now start just with the back of the brush, touching her with it, then treat. And I'm like, you only use a treat specifically for grooming. I'm like, I've done this process before with an old schnauzer. It worked. And now they had a beautiful old schnauzer with a long skirt, long legs. That's what they wanted. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, this works. Because schnauzers are difficult. You have to go slow. And so then I'm like, then start moving the brush when she's good with that. And then flip the brush over touching treat blah 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 i'm like it's grueling it's long hold the dot like i'm telling her so i don't see this with her no i don't see and if she says it like if she says anything similar to that if she's throwing out any sort of positive reinforcement you cannot see behind the dog's anxiety no you can't see behind the shock value no i think that's what it is i honestly think it's just all shock you know, she's made a side career of shock value. And is that bad for her industry? I kind of think so. <sighs> it is. But there good. was a petition to get her banned. Yeah. And I think legal actions were taken for other things as well. But I don't know. I think she's just going to be there and do her own thing and call everyone out. But she hasn't called us out. <laughs> We've only talked about her, literally, it was a split second. It was a notable mention. Yeah. This is the first time we've spent any type of time on her, and it was just because the video, and, And she know. was just calling everybody out for their hate and trolling and all yeah. that other She stuff. called out the one, one of the groups that she called out, I'm actually in. Which one? Uncensored. Oh, yeah, I'm on that, too. Yeah, and I am fairly certain I've commented on her, on those videos before, and she's Watch out, guys. She's got tons of informants out there. Yeah, informants. Not her friends. She did. I don't know why she didn't call them friends, but they're informants. Yeah. So. Like, she's some sort of... That's why it bothers me, because it's like, we're not, we're not special. She's not special. And that no. makes me... It irks me that she puts herself on this weird level. She does, yes. And then she has... She's so special enough to get informants. <laughs> like, no. Girl... No. She's That's just not how it works. You have some friends who have your back, which is cool. Right? That's what friends do. They're not informants. No, they're your friends. This is not like <laughs> special ops canine. Like, let's be... <laughs> rumors. <laughs> but, yeah, so I thought the video was pretty entertaining. I'm pretty sure that... I, the video probably came from Uncensored because that's where I always see most of her grooming stuff that yeah. pops up um, every so often. But... She's just an interesting cat. Yeah. So. This will probably be the last time we talk about her. Maybe. Unless we bring her on as a guest. Oh. But I don't think she'd do well with that. No. Because we're definitely, I don't want to say we're difficult people, but we don't skirt around. Like, there's none of this skirting around a question. If you're not going to answer the question, we're going to ask you the question again until you answer it. (laughs) This ain't the politics, okay? Like, I'll straight up say you did not answer my question. Yeah. 
So you'd be the one attacking her. Oh, probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't say attacking, but, you know. I it would just, definitely come off that way. Yeah, probably. Yeah. But I don't know. I just, I want to get inside her head. Like. I don't. I don't want to be that heavily invested in her. I'm not invested in her. I'm just very curious. My curiosity does not go that far anymore. Mm. Like, it's it's almost plain to see like what you're seeing is what you're getting in yeah. real life and i don't know i think she's it's just i don't i don't want to know i don't want to know people the human the human race baffles me i guess but so they more or less annoy me yeah no they're annoying people are so annoying uh, sorry. <laughs> As it gets, like, sweltering in here. It's pretty warm. But, um, we have a story update from, uh, what was her name? Megan. From Megan, and then she sent us in another story. Yeah, so let's go over, I'm sorry. Alright, this is from Megan. Hi there, I was cackling while listening to you guys reading, commentating on my story. Felt like I was hanging out with friends, just shooting the shit. Hell yeah. That's what we aim for. I know, right? Especially when y'all said Peggy needed to go play in the freeway. (laughs) (laughs) I feel the same way about that hoe. She can go climb Dick Mountain's face first for all I care. Yeah, I love this. Okay, so about the policy or not being able to groom Cody in the future due to Peggy's receiving the refund... Drum roll, please. Y'all totally hit the nail on the head. It is not a real policy. <laughs> I'm a petty ass broad, and it was just a bullshit excuse so she would just get to step in, and I would have to, and I wouldn't have to see her again. I love it. That's great. I, love, I might use that. Oh, it's a policy, ma'am. Don't you run the business? It's a policy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't step away from my policies. That's how I keep it running. Exactly. Um, it boils down to me just not being comfortable with working with her again on account of her calling me dumb. Then she told my manager she was upset with me after she had walked away from me and said there was nothing else I could do to appease her. Then her thinking that a $15 tip would buy me. Then fucking snatching the tip back (laughs) up when I told her I still wouldn't groom Cody again. So, yeah, fuck her. Yeah. I do not want to run the risk of her pulling any more bullshit on me in the future. So it's easier just to not take her as a client anymore. Bye, Felicia. I'm done with that. Yeah, for sure. By the way, I work at Petco. So we have a nationwide computer booking system, and I can see notes on clients from any location. All the details, appointments, grooming notes, no-shows, cancellations, services, purchase, etc. Some clients do get fired from salons (laughs) if they are consistently dissatisfied or if their dog is too aggressive or whatever. I do have a professional relationship going um, with a salon manager from a PetSmart location approximately five minutes drive away from my store sleeping with the enemy oh yeah (laughs) we share a lot of the same clientele and i will send in a story about how we fired a client together from petco and petsmart all together it's pretty damn juicy and to just give an example of how petty i can be towards some asshole clients one time this woman asked me to please try to go shorter on bella's nails after i had already explained to her that I had cut Bella's nails and buffed them as low as possible and if I go any fucking shorter the dog is gonna bleed the stupid bitch would not let in let it go and she kept pestering me to please just try it again there's always a little bit more that can come off I think 
<laughs> so here's what I fucking did. I said, okay, I'll try, and took Bella into the salon out of sight from her dumb mom, stood in the back with the dog for two minutes, scrolling TikTok on myself, fucking chilling. Then I walked Bella back, showed the nails to her mom, and asked her if this was any better. It, I hadn't done a uh, fuck all else to the nails and this stupid woman honestly to Jesus said oh yes thank you so much this is way better I can feel that there are even that they are even smoother now so yeah what? I'd be petty sometimes thanks again for reading my shit I'll draft out the story from the client we blacklisted from Petco and PetSmart that's Jay Scruggs yeah he fucking told this story like the first time we met him about how this lady wanted him to redo the whole groom. He went back to his trailer, did ate nothing. a Milky Way he or ate a Twix. Snickers. Oh, ate a Snickers. <laughs> came back and did nothing, and the client was so excited yeah. and happy. She was like, "Oh, it's beautiful," and he's like, "Bitch." <laughs> it's so funny how I wish I had the balls to do it, like to do that. I know. I, like, really want to do that. But I feel like I always should double check my work because, like, I, maybe I did do something wrong. Yeah, exactly. Right? That's my thought process. Um, And I don't know. Like, that's just my thing. But I don't know if I... You know, next time I'm 100% sure... We're going to try it. Oh, yeah. I'm for sure just going to be like, just sit here. Just sit back here. It's okay. <laughs> and then go back out there. And then they'll never notice. You know, I kind of do that a little bit. I, I do it a little bit in a havesy sort of way. So if somebody's like, oh, you know, like their dog is fussy and they like can't get their nails done or whatever, I'll just take the Dremel to it and go, doo, doo, doo. Doo, doo. I just touch the nails with the Dremel and it's like, I'm not going to fight with this dog. Yeah. But I did something. You can visibly see I did something. Yeah. So I tried, but it's, it's still not happening. Oh, but when I do it is... When a client is like, can you do this onto the haircut? And I know it's going to look super stupid. I kind of just do it a little bit. And then people are like, oh, it looks great. It's like no difference. Yeah, and I didn't really actually do anything. I just made it look like I did something. Yeah. But I wish I had the balls to fully blown not do it. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. I don't know. Okay, so here is the grooming community blacklist a client of this fucking novel. And thank you, Megan, again. These are great. Hey there, grooming goddesses. It's your girl Meg here to share with you how about how I successfully blast, blacklisted a client from Petco and PetSmart. You asked for a fucking novel about it, so sit tight, pour a drink, and hold on to your anxious, sweaty butts. And you know what? I have no drink, and my butt is sweaty. <laughs> so here we go. So to start off, I work at Petco. About five minutes away from my work is a PetSmart. We share a lot of the same clientele. We get a lot of stupid people coming in and saying shit like, yeah, I'm here for Rocky's appointment, and then we can't find their booking anywhere on the schedule. Then the customer gets upset, saying shit like, but I have an appointment, or this is ridiculous. I booked the appointment yesterday, only for us to dig deeper into the facts, and we discover that they booked their appointment at a fucking PetSmart down mm -hmm. the road. We used to get that a lot. Mm -hmm. And just mixed us up. Yeah, reading this is hard for some people, uh, I guess. Can't figure out the difference between PetCoat versus PetSmart, whatever. <laughs> Uh, we also get people coming in talking shit like I went to PetSmart down the street and they did a horrible job. Insert weird sob stories here. <laughs> it happens probably twice a week on average that we get customers like this. 
and vice versa for pet smart salon people oh yeah for sure it's so weird it's the same fucking setup yeah same fucking products pretty much same fucking setup and products and half the time it's the same groomers they just go from one to the other depending on the I think Petco has a slight upper hand though on products they use a spree which I'm not a big fan of but it's better than the Hydra or Hydro Surge Shampoos. They don't use Hydro Surge anymore. At PetSmart? Yeah, it's all Chi. Oh. I did never use Chi, so I can't say. I don't know. Yeah, but even the Esprit that they have, they don't use the higher grade or even the mid-grade Esprit. Ugh. Yeah. I worked there. It worked. It was awful. Good. I wonder if the Chi is good then. Probably not. It's all the same. It's all the same. 50 to 1 shampoo with fragrance. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Anyway. Any woozles? Um, I've come to learn that the salon manager at PetSmart is named Jamie, and she's a cool chick. Oh, we, no. It's my ex. I'm just kidding. I don't know. <laughs> We're not watching a movie, Vanessa. Shut the fuck up. Um, I've come to learn that the salon manager at the PetSmart is named Jamie, and she's a cool chick. We met one day when she called and asked if there was a Sammy booked in for us at 3 p.m. I told her, yes, we do, and then she said the following. Haha, yeah, I thought so. This weird-ass lady just came in and said she had an appointment with us today, and I couldn't find her appointment on the schedule. The lady didn't even have a profile with us. Anyway, she was a super... She was super bitchy, and I suggested to her maybe she mix up Petco, mix us up with Petco down the road. She got mad for suggesting that, and she, <laughs> that she she made a mistake and went to the wrong place. And she called up your phone number on her cell because that's the number she called to make the appointment. And the phone's yeah. ring. Drop <laughs> the mic. She put it in her speaker all the while staring me down. Then she got the pre-recording of "Thank you for calling Petco," and she got all sheepish and apologized to me because she finally realized she had gone to the wrong place. LOL. Anyway, I think she's heading towards you, girls. Uh, to, she's heading towards you right now, girl. I laughed with Jamie about this, and I told her we get a lot of mix-ups like that, too. Jamie told me if I needed anything grooming-related just to holler. So, yeah, I done made a friend. So, now that we get we got the foundation set, I'll tell you about this customer that got blacklisted. Blacklisted. We will call this Ho Marcy. Insert <laughs> ominous horror movie music. I don't know any ominous horror movies. How do you know that you don't watch any horror movies? <laughs> That's great. That was perfect. Uh, Marcy has five dogs, all different breeds. Poodle, long-haired, mixed breed, 11 to, 50, uh, 11 to 25 pounds, Lhasa Apso, Shih Tzu, and Yorkie. Marcy had a lot of notes on her over a span of about two years. She is a miserable human being, just unnecessarily rude and cheap as fuck. There are are there are other things to complain about her but those are her two main faults marcy had notes on her about being late to bookings and demanded to be taken in anyway marcy had notes on her trying to use expired coupons and freaking out at management when we told her she couldn't use them 
she ha- uh, she fucking had notes about her bringing in dogs all matted and that she didn't want a shave and doesn't want to pay for DMAT work. She sounds like the worst kind of person. Notes about her leaving and accidentally forgetting to pay for all her shit at the register. She accidentally... Notes about her leaving dogs in the salon all damn day treating us like we are a damn daycare oh, service. I hate corporate. Notes about her cussing out staff members when she doesn't get her way. Hell no. Get to step and holy shit is this four pages yeah it is. <laughs> so yeah you get the picture this woman is a headache and a half she is a boil on the butt of humanity so let me tell you about the final straw the straw that broke the camel's back for petco and PetSmart. on one bright and sunny october day in 2018 marcy called my salon saying that she got a new puppy a couple months ago wait hold on she has three dogs right she has five she has five and then she got a new dog so now it's a total of six I don't know. Maybe one died. I don't know. We haven't gotten that far, Vanessa, by the way. Okay. (laughs) On one bright and sunny October day in 2018, Marcy called my salon saying she just got a new puppy a couple of months ago, and she wants to bring it in for a groom. LOL, by the way, she is calling on a Sunday morning looking for the same day appointment. Insert laughter here. Get to step in. No, you gotta laugh. Oh. <laughs> Perfect. Thank you. Weekends are slammed for us usually. Yeah. As Sundays were the worst. Yeah. Because it's short hours and then you still have to put in the same amount of dogs in less hours. Yep. You never left at six o'clock what time you were supposed to be nope. closed. Anyway, she also she also mentions that the puppy is matted. It's a toy poodle that weighs seven pounds and has never been groomed before. It is eleven month old. She didn't forget to say the dog was matted. She omitted. She she, uh, a, she mentioned it. Oh, she did. Yes. Okay, I heard wrong. Sorry. Okay, so she mentioned that the dog is matted. Um, it's a toy poodle that weighs seven pounds and has never been groomed before. It is 11 months old. I told her that if it's mad, it'll cost roughly between 80, anywhere from 80 to 120 to get it groomed in our salon. We charge $7 for every 15 minutes of DMAT work. Very good. Even if it's just shaving it off, it still takes a lot of time Mm -hmm. to safely remove it. Yes, you're right. Especially because it's seven fucking pounds and 11 months old. Right? I also told her that if the matting is deemed a check too severe to be removed with a 10 blade, the lowest length Petco allows you to use on a dog, then we will refer her out to a veterinarian for grooming where they can use a 40 blade to remove the matting. Love it. So thorough. Yeah, you got to deter them at the the jump, right? Marcy hemmed and hawed about the price and asked if we had any availability for the same day that she is calling. No bitch. I feel fucking generous. And I told her I could fit fit her in at 115. No. Regrets. Marcy tells me, hmm, I don't know if that will work for oh, me. Oh, hell I'll no. I'll call you back. Beggars can't be choosers. Right? Then when she calls back, be like, bitch, nah. So then, so I, um, then her weird ass hangs up on me. So I go about my date and don't think anything more of it. Insert horror movie. Ding, ding, Music. Ding, 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 ding. 
I filled the 1.15 p.m. slot with another booking. Fucking 1.30 rolls around, and guess who the fuck walks (gasps) in my salon? No. Yep, you guessed it. It's Marcy. She confidently states, I made an appointment for 1.15 for my puppy, Nova. No, you didn't. I tell her, no, you didn't, Marcy. You told me you weren't sure if 1.15 would work for you, and then you hung up on me. I'm the person you spoke to. Unfortunately, since you didn't reserve the slot, someone else got booked got that booking and they were checked in 15 minutes ago i can book you an appointment for a different day uh and to because um to me because we are fully booked today hold your ground please she rolls her eyes at me and act like i inconvenienced her so much she doesn't put up doesn't put up too much of an argument about it this is the calm before the storm and then she asked me if i can at least give her a consultation and look at nova i say sure i'll do the consult this dog was fucked. Tiny little thing that was cased in hardcore mats. The bad news, the bad ones, like the real bad ones. I come to find out from Marcy that they never brush Nova because she cries and doesn't like it. Oh my LOL, God. okay, Marcy, then just let your seven pound poodle tell you what to do and don't ever brush her then. That's your path and that you've chosen, okay? I don't understand people. I don't get it either. Yeah, my dog bites at the brush when I brush her. Yeah, yeah, you know what? Your Train dog, it. Your dog bites at me when I brush her too. Right? So, Train uh, it. It, it doesn't work that way. Come on, Train guys. Train it. Yes, exactly. So, um... You know, I always tell clients when they're like, well, my puppy doesn't like it. I'm like, because your dog isn't born to enjoy grooming. You have to teach it. Yeah. That is my comeback. It's like your dog doesn't come out of the pussy fucking be like, I love to be groomed, bitch. Like, that's not how that works. Ugh, that's so frustrating. Your anxiety is getting to me. It's so funny. <laughs> Just watching you off this off your chair. Okay, so she also tells me that she wash, that they wash Nova oh. at home fucking twice a week with fucking Pantene Pro fucking V. Oh my God. All that buildup. Oh my God. No wonder, like, no wonder why it's literally a cat. Yeah. They have created a cast. Y'all get the picture? The matting is bad. I tell her, unfortunately, I cannot groom Nova in my salon. I explain to her in detail how she needs to go to a veterinarian ASAP to get the matting removed and most likely pay for a sedated grooming session. Marcy Marcy calmly accepts this information Uh. and then leaves my salon with Nova. That poor dog. So approximately 20 minutes later, I get a call from my buddy Jamie. Jamie says, yeah, I got a client here named Nova. And that the pet parent, Marcy, is telling me that she accidentally left her vaccine records in your reception area a few minutes ago. And I'm trying to book an appointment for her, but I can't book it without it having a vaccine records on file. Would you mind faxing it over? LOL. I know you guys are probably sitting there saying something like akin to what the fuck. So I calmly tell Jamie that Marcy has a lot of bad notes on her. She's a very difficult customer and is fu- and to be fucking careful when dealing with her. I also tell Jamie that uh, about how I referred Nova out for uh, veterinarian grooming because of the hardcore matting. So I bet she's listening onto the phone just like smiling be like uh-huh uh-huh uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh okay uh-huh. uh-huh so here's the tea bitch right she's like she is an axe murderer <laughs> she sounds like she's a ne- neglecting dog owner axe murdering hoe yeah jamie thanks me for the info and i fax a vax the fax of vaccine records to her approximately 30 minutes after i get off the phone with jamie guess who walks into my fucking <gasps> salon carrying her matted toy poodle Fucking Marcy. And Why is Marcy she back? is I don't know, if we're gonna find out. <laughs> and Marcy is pissed. 
she immediately jumps down my throat. What did you say to the PetSmart girl? And as soon as the PetSmart girl hung up the phone and with you and didn't want to help me anymore, I told Marcy that I wasn't sure exactly what she was so upset about, about but I did tell her that, pet, that the PetSmart girl, that you were in my salon with Nova earlier in the day and that we strongly recommended that you that you to you that your pet needed veterinary attention and i told marcy that i am simply doing what is best for the pet by recommending veterinary attention and <laughs> i do not have any control at all whatsoever what another worker at another different company does or doesn't do for nova marcy was pissed cussing me out Ugh. very colorfully she even made a comment of just you wait until you're off of work what? later and like, that's who will be bitch. waiting for you in the do parking lot. And I told her I was going to call the police if she didn't leave right now. I was feeling threatened by her and I was only doing my job. See, I feel like I would say the same thing, but I'd be like, I'm feeling very threatened. <laughs> I feel like I should call the police. So scared. So scared. <laughs> no, you just pick up the phone and be like, can I get the security? Security! Oh, I would be blasting that on the intercom. Like, hey, I have this lady threatening to blow up Petco right now. And right? See what, like, <laughs> bystanders come by just to beat her up. Right? She's TikTok famous now. <laughs> um, so... Yeah, so... Um, I was feeling threatened by her and that I was only doing my job. Like, really, bitch, do you need to physically threaten me now? Uh, now? That's not cute. She left. I called the store manager and told him everything. He agreed to walk me to my car every day for the following week. Uh-huh. He also agreed that we will not take this client again at any Petco. We will put it down on her file that she is not welcomed at any location. And we will also let our district manager know what happened and make certain that the district leader knows uh, we are not allowing this customer back at, our, at any salon. listed. And now I'm thinking to myself, Jamie, girl, the fuck happened on your end? So I call Jamie up and and tell her everything. Jamie tells me how shit went down for her. She got a call from Marcy asking her, can you squeeze in a bath and a haircut for my poodle today? She got some tangles and needs a groom, please. She got some tangles, this bitch. This bitch fucking did skip a goddamn beat before disregarding my professional advice to see a veterinarian and she tries to get her dog in elsewhere. Fucking hoe. Then Jamie tells me she was going going to squeeze the dog in and tells Marcy to come and Right away, Marcy gets there with Nova like 10 minutes later. And before Jamie does her consultation, she asks asks for the vaccine info. So Jamie hasn't looked at or laid hands on the poor dog at all yet. She just sees it in Marcy's arms, half hidden by Marcy's sweater. Of course. That's when Marcy tells Jamie that she accidentally left her vaccine records in the reception area at Petco. She also tells Jamie that I wouldn't take her in just because she was too busy today. She fucking (gasps) admits the fucking truth. Dude, that lady has balls on her. So then Jamie calls me. How ta- Wait, hold on. How is she going to say that and then say, oh, can, by the way, can you call Petco? It's like, you really don't have the mind that she's going to tell her on the phone, this is a lying bitch. Right? Like, like, I think they think just because it's competitive as far as companies goes, like, like rumors don't have other rumors back sometimes or have not working with, worked with each other before. Like, I... 
Honestly, like, even if I've never worked with somebody in... I look at our grooming connection. Oh, yeah. I'm going to let you know. And I don't when, fucking... And anybody on that grooming connection throws some shade about some dog, I take that into consideration yeah. for sure. And I have not taken in any... Well, they haven't called, but I will not take in those dogs if they've shown aggression or if the owner's, like, a complete asshole or doesn't pay. Yeah. Like, there's this one chick here that is always constantly booking and, like, canceling. And she did it to me one time, and I didn't know she was doing it to other groomers until they called her out on Nevada Grooming Connection. And then she tried doing it again, and I said, no, I, I, you, no. Yeah. That was a long time ago. Jeez. But, yeah. I think, what? People are stupid. People talk. Exactly. And if you're a bitch, people talk about it. Yeah. It doesn't matter if there's a rivalry or not. We have the same rivalry, so our rivalry is put on hold, which, like, there's no rivalry just because you work at two different companies. Exactly. Like, groomers don't care enough Yeah. about the companies. We're Mm-mm. groomers. No. Unless it's a good dog, and then somebody does better than me, and then they take that dog. I get a little butthurt about that. I mean, I can't. I have nothing to say about it, but yeah. whatever. It's fine. It's cool. Anyway. All right. So then Jamie calls me. I tell her, oh, I already got that. Oh, wait, no. So then Jamie calls me. I tell her what's up. I fax her the vaccine records. Then she does a consult and explains to Marcy, again, how and why PetSmart can't shave the matting off of Nova with a 10 blade, and she needs to see a veterinarian. Then Marcy left Jamie's salon in a frustrated huff and drove her ass all the way back to me to cuss and threaten me. This bitch literally has nothing else better to do on her Sunday afternoon. Anyway, I laughed it off with Jamie, and she agrees to write some notes on Marcy, but she doesn't have uh, enough ammunition yet to ban her from her salon. Fucking three days later, I get a call from Jamie telling me that Marcy came back into PetSmart with four a $468 vet bill for her sedated grooming that she had received at the veterinarian hospital for Nova. <gasps> Were they trying to get them to pay for it? Get this. Marcy was saying that Jamie told me I needed to go to the vet for fucking Nova, so I did. I followed the direction she told me I had to do. PetSmart needs to pay me uh-uh. for this because her uh, their associate told me to do it. Uh-uh. This lady is fucking uh-uh. wild. She is off her rocker. Nobody else is in charge of your neglect. I know. It's crazy. Jamie's store manager politely laughed Marcy out of his PetSmart store, telling her, no, we will not foot that bill. Bruh. Bye. Now they officially had ammunition to ban her from PetSmart on account. She is fucking psycho. So, yeah, there you have it. If y'all want to shoot this shit and have a drink over Zoom and swap some stories, I'd be down, Meg. That's awesome. Awesome. That is hilarious. That's great. Jesus. It's a good idea. The lady is fucking psycho. (laughs) I've never, like, had any sort of situation like that before. Neither have I. I've never heard of that. I've heard of people being kicked out of PetSmart and then eventually being kicked out of Petco for the same reasons, but not simultaneously. That's brilliant. That's gold. Yeah. That's pure gold. I love it so much. I really like the horror uh, movie sounds that you made. (laughs) It's Jason. No, I know. No, I know. It just went perfectly with the story. It did. All right, guys. Uh, please send us your stories. 
um, to groomerhumor at gmail.com. Follow us, like us, share us on your page, share us on your fucking everywhere. Um, we are on Facebook and Instagram at Shit on the Table. You can listen to us on Spotify, iTunes, and Google Play. We love all of you. We thank you for your stories. We thank you for listening. And have a good one. Yeah, we'll see you soon. Bye.